Blog Talk Radio.
supposed to be. Don't contemplate that before approaching me. Hey, fool, run that shit the fuck back, man.
peace, everyone. <clears throat> I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Got a special guest for you this evening. Goes by the name of Brother David from Thando Radio. But first and foremost, I want to say, uh, you know, thank all thanks and praises and honors are due to the Creator and the ancestors. But without them, we would not be here. And I definitely want to say, once again, welcome to the foundation. But we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to apply correct information correctly. As always, we want to say peace. Big up to Big Brother Yusuf L. IFrequencyRadioNetwork.com. Extra to air. Create there. As always, want to wish you and bid you welcome to hop over to welcome to the foundation.com sign up for the email list find the facebook page instagram page find the twitter all the social media apps and all that from welcome to the foundation.com i want to say peace to all the listeners all the live listeners live callers call in regularly Consistently into the show every week here on the foundation. I want to say peace to you. I want to say peace to all the live listeners. Maybe not calling in, but they're listening over the internet or over the internet of things, over the airwaves. I want to say peace to you. Peace to all the you know the archive listeners. Those who cannot check out the live show due to you know time constraints. Maybe you work, maybe you drive, you do your dance. Checking out the show in the archives. I want to say peace to you as well as the podcast listeners. And I also want to say peace to all those who are sharing the show via MP3s and other media formats. I want to say peace. I want to say peace to the trustees, the loop, anyone investing in their private education. Sorry. Anyone investing in their private education. Salute and peace to you. Peace to anyone I've done business with. In the private, anyone that's going to email, well wishes or current events, shout out to Sister Yvette, or anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. With that being said, y'all can tell I'm ready to get on with this show. We got a special guest, one of my mentors, definitely, uh, within the precious metals field, taught me a lot with regards to real money. Um, known this brother for a few years now, very, very good brother, very, very smart, you know, genius level IQ brother. You know, you can see things that I can't even see, you know. And that's one of the things that I liked about the brother when I first met him. My man was spitting stuff to me that I ain't never heard of, but it made complete sense, but I still had never heard of it. And then he's putting putting together different scenarios and geopolitical events in front of my eyes and painting a picture with regards to how it is playing out, not only in the lives of, you know, different citizens of all countries, but, you know, those in so-called United States of America. Um, I have no current events today because I want to get straight into the show. You know what I mean? So with that being said, I want to introduce to the foundation, you know, I expect y'all to clap at home. I know if you don't. But this, no, I'm just, I'm serious, though. This is a good brother, Brother David Thando Radio. 
I want to say peace, brother, and thank you for coming through, man. How you doing? What up, Sot? How you feeling, brother? I'm, I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? Good, good, man. Thank you for having me on the foundation. I, you know, um, I love the music. I love the energy and so true, you know, uh, because of the great creator and the seeding of our ancestors, that's really what makes us great. And, and I can tell the, the, the overall living frequency here is so powerful because I know you personally, um, but you definitely portray that uh, in the show. Love the, love the frequency of the music and, and everything else. So I'm here. I'm ready. And believe me, there needs to be no applause for me, brother. Uh, but for what the things that you're doing, because you don't have to do this, is really what it takes for us to get to where we should be. Because I'll, I'll just say before we really get started, the true measure of love is when you stop living for yourself, and you start living for the advancement of someone else. And that's what you do here at the foundation. Much love, much respect, my brother. Man, I definitely, definitely appreciate that. You know, all praise is due to the ancestors and the creators, man. I'm just doing my part. But, you know, definitely appreciate yes. that. And it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here on the foundation, man. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Finally made it, made it happen. And I'm, I'm just very pleased that you're able to make it, you know, this Wednesday. Appreciate you being here, man. For sure, for sure, brother. Excuse me if I was a little behind uh, on, on on the time, man. But I'm ready to, you know, ready to go, ready to give whatever it is that I can give, ready to learn, ready to partake, and you know, be a part of, uh, you know, your show. And I just want to thank you for entrusting me with your audience in developing the relationship that we have, the personal relationship, the business relationship, and the growth thereof um, is so needed, especially, you know, in what's going on in uh, our sphere, our, our paradigm that, that we happen to be in this moment of eternity with. So, as always, brother, ready to do it. All right, all right. So, you know, um, you're a presenter yourself. You you do your own radio show uh, five yes. days a week. So, you know, you don't really need too much of my coaching. What I want you to do, man, is just pretty much bring it to them in the form of, you know, if you, you know, were vibrating with the audience and you were feeling them and just how you would talk to them and let them know really what's going on from your perspective, I would like them you to tell them, you know, your background, how long you've been dealing with precious metals, you know, whatever you feel like you would like to share, I'm sure, I'm absolutely positive, will be beneficial to not only the audience, but, you know, me. And I love to hear you talk. I always learn something every time you speak, man. So, you know, from from real money, precious metals, to, you know, global events and how they correlate to precious metals, however you want to do it, man. I just, I just want to let yes, you do your dance, really. So, you know, floor is yours, brother. Yeah, you know what? Thank you, brother. And um, to the audience here at Foundation, much love, much respect. Uh, my name is um, David. Is uh, David Wren, and I'm the uh, controlling member of a full-service precious metals uh, company known as Prosperity Mint. And uh, you know, everything we do is for a reason. It's the reason why we called it Prosperity Mint because right now we all should be. In my opinion, just because, you know, when you have an opinion, doesn't make it right. It's just with, you know, how you resonate. But in, with, with my opinion, I think that it's an opportune time for us to start to asymmetrically and quietly acquire 
the prosperity that's been lost through the past events, through the engagements that we have uh, been a part of by force, by fear, and by will. And I think it's very prudent for us to have a real education and not a schooling, but a real education. And education generally uh, comes from us as a living entity comes in the way of a living form. And, and for us to have an education of our past, our present, and our eternal future is very, very important that we reconnect ourselves with real money. And cream, cash rules everything around me, is not money. It never has been, never can be, never will be. It's nothing more than a piece of paper with, with a bunch of images, however the overall owner or the creator or the controller or the patent holder of that overall uh, piece of currency, because cash is currency. Whoever created that currency, that currency was created for their objective and the currency is their method to getting to their objective. So when they patent it and they create it, they are actually putting out the overall tool of enforcement or a tool that will energize their overall objective is not yours. So, well, in my opinion, one of the most powerful things that we can do is do the obvious sovereign, self-determining, sacred thing, and for us to align ourselves back with what man hasn't created, and that is money. Man can never create money. Your money why whenever you hear about a great athlete, you know, such as a basketball player or a football player, you know, some of their friends would say that's money. Your money and why your money is because money is based off of intrinsic value, meaning just because you exist, there are things that you can do that's beneficial to sustaining life. Cash cannot sustain life. It has no intrinsical value. It only is, has any form of relevance. It's a currency, and it has capabilities as a currency. It's a currency based in confidence. And once people lose confidence in a currency, it loses all, it loses all performance. It is no longer sought after. There's no more confidence in it. There's no more demand for it. And I will say this as we go on, and I hope to impart to you all some things that the, that the schools will never tell you. I hope to impart into you some educational things. All forms of currency that man has ever created throughout human history, every single form of currency has all gone to zero. They go back to their true intrinsic value of zero. And the U.S. dollar that so many worship today is going to go on that same path and is going to go on that path in a more destructive way than any other currency that has been known in modern history because of how much has been created through debt from printing and by creating digitally and created contractually. So very important that we know these things 
so that we won't call cash and say that cash is something that is not. Calling it money actually puts you into the overall paradigm of being someone else's slave. And I know that's a tough thing, but it's the truth. And I always like to, uh, in my presentations, I always like to give this analogy, analogy that every king and queen, a king and a queen is always required their payment for their services or their overall energy that they expend. A king and a queen wage is gold. Every king and a queen requires that they be paid in gold. Every lady and a gentleman requires that their overall energy output be compensated in silver. And every slave is paid in debt. Every slave is paid in debt. And whenever you have cash or the currency of the U.S. dollar or the currency of any foreign fiat, whenever you have that currency in your hand, that's because that's the wage of a slave. And actually, if you look at the U.S. dollar, it says it on the front of it. It says this note. And what is a note? A note is a debt instrument, a promise to pay, a contractual agreement establishes a note. This is why you have a car note. This is why you have a mortgage. It's a note that's been deemed by consideration between two parties. And think about it. Whenever you go buy a car or buy a house, the overall lender always hands you a contract for you to sign. And what is on that contract? That contract was written to protect who? The lender. How many times have you ever bought a car and you handed the lender your contract? Doesn't happen. People don't require it because we don't ha we haven't been taught in our schooling systems, our institutions of schooling have actually taught us to be the perfect slaves. So they don't teach you economic truths. They don't teach us economic truths. In order for you to get that education, you have to be in tune to what the great creator has instilled in you and has given to you as a gift, sovereignty and self-determination. But once that gift is given to you, there's a responsibility for the bearer of such power. And that overall bearer of such power, the responsibility is not to squander it. And we've been taught to squander our talents. This is why we accept a piece of paper while we give the best that we have our energy. So when you look at a, a U.S. dollar on the front of it, it says this note is legal tender for all debts, public and private, meaning it's a coupon that has an expiration date on it. They just don't tell you what it is. So it's very, very important for us to have some true economic understandings because, you know, I always say within my show, which is Tando Radio Show, I always say on our show that, that the truth doesn't need us. The truth doesn't need you. The truth doesn't need me. The truth, the truth doesn't need us. I need the truth. You need the truth. We need the truth. Because the truth 
stands on his own. And I think it's very, very important, and it's a great opportunity for us to re-engage ourselves in the truth, some economic truths. And some of the economic truths is that your money and your you're so highly sought after that man has created a system that will actually galvanize and harvest your energy for their benefit, ways and means. Your way of life provides for someone else's means of life, absent of your benefit. And that's called dominion. That's called subjugation. That's called enslavement. And this is constantly reinforced within the whole global economic paradigm because that's what the economy is based off of. It's based off of individuals giving all of their talents and getting nothing in return and that overall energy of that talent being harvested by very few. The economy and the ecosystem work in adverse of each other. And we've walked away from the ecosystem. And we profane our and we, we proclaim our overall wealth, our riches by the economy. And the economy consistently plays us because we're ignorant to the truth. And one of the things that was beginning in this in the beginning of the show, which I love Asad has said is that finding out things and using things correctly, the correct information being used in the correct way is very, very important. And I would just say for everyone here, I think it's critical for us to correctly know the difference between what's money, what's currency, and what those relationships should be to our benefit. Because if we do then what we do is that we invoke a self-preservation, we establish, we, we reestablish, and we reunite uh, pro- the prosperity that's been lost in the past can be, can be reallocated to its rightful uh, controllers, that being you. Notice I said controllers and not owners because there's a big difference, just like currency and money. Ownership and control is two different things. Ownership is like currency. Control is like money. Because everything that you own can be dutifully repossessed. Everything that you control maintains your overall prosperous journey forward. So, one of the things I wanted to inside, I'm sorry, bro, you know, I get going in. You know, I'll just keep going. So anytime, if you wanted to interject with something or if there's some questions or comments, um, just let me know. I would definitely appreciate and would try to do my very best uh, with those. But when we look at the best way I like to explain currency and money, currency is what's being used to rob you of everything that's valuable about you. Currency never gives you anything. It only takes everything away. Because currency was created by man. 
Because everything that man creates, man has to write down in a book, which is the letter of the law and is always absent of the spirit of the law. The great creator made you, myself, the universe, and everything that's in the universe for what? Sustainability. And it's absent of man's hands. And in that, there are certain things that are classified as money. There are many forms of money. But one of the most perfect forms of money that I wanted to express with you all is you and the precious metals. Because they actually have all of the tangible terms and the tangible uh, uh, abilities that money needs to have in order for it to be money. And the precious metals is constantly overlooked because it's real money. Think about it. If I wanted to deceive someone and keep them into to enslavement, what would I do? I would create an economic system that they would proclaim as being what they need and they become fans of it. And when you're a fan of something, that means you're a fanatic. That means that's all you ever want. Most of us, everyone that you know and I know have, have been taught to be addicted to cash and to ignore real money. So we walked away from what the great creator gave us as sustainability, and we walked into the pens, into, into the, the, the overall uh, cells and, and the overall uh, plantations of enslavement that man has created. And we call these cells our home because it's the only thing that we've ever known. So huge, major, major things that we need to learn economically first. One, everything that the institutions teach about finances is for their benefit. They teach nothing about money. They teach everything about debt. And debt is so prevalent in our lives that we don't even notice it because we're so attached and addicted to it. Most people think when you talk about getting out of debt, we think that's a good thing. I would agree. But most of us never get out of debt. Most of us think that we can get out of debt by paying off our student loan, paying off our homes, paying off our cars, paying off our credit cards, paying off any contractual loan that we have. Well, that's just one side of it. That's the contractual side of debt. Your mortgage is a bond. It's a mortgage. Just like a morgue, that's where it comes from, to death. So your mortgage is a lifelong anchor to, to, to death, to debt. Car note is a car note. Same thing that's written on the piece of paper. All of these are contractual debt that's in our lives. So we think by getting rid of the mortgage, getting rid of the car note, getting rid of the student loan, getting rid of the credit card, that we're out of debt. No, we're still in the, most wor in the worst form of debt that you can be in. It's currency. See, we don't look at our bank accounts holding cash inside of it as us being in debt. 
And the system doesn't want you to do that because as long as you accept it and you have confidence in it and you give energy to it, it will live. Well, while it is like a cancer or a leech taking everything that you have from you. And it's very, very important that we know these things. There are many broke millionaires that we have among us, thousandaires, 100,000 heirs, 10,000 heirs, 100 heirs, dollar, dollar heirs. If you save in cash in your bank account, then what you are doing is you're placing yourself and your family into debt. And many of us do it for as long as we live, and we would eat happily engage in that for perpetuity. Many would say, Dave, what you talking about? Cash is in debt. I'm not in debt. It's the worst form of debt. They tell you it on a piece of paper. They tell you everything, but we don't know and comprehend what we're reading because we've been retarded in what we've been taught. We haven't been taught economic truths. If you have a debt, that's a depreciating instrument that at some point, debt is either goes this two this is the two life cycles of debt it is either paid off or defaulted on either way it steals from you either way it steals from you so when we talk about getting out of debt if you're saving in cash then you're not out of debt you're in the worst form of debt because you're a willing participant in that debt. And here's how that works. Here's how that works and so that I can get this point across to everyone that may be saying, what? I never heard this before. Here's how it works. Whenever you go to the grocery store, if you go to the grocery store for the sisters that are listening or the brothers that are listening, you go to the grocery store three years ago, if you were buying some milk, it probably, I'm not quite sure. I haven't done that in a while. Let's say milk was at a dollar and fifty, dollar and fifty cents back in uh, 2015, right? Now I'm not quite sure where it is. Let's say milk is at two dollars and thirty-five cents or two dollars and fifty cents, right? It's, go, it's going up a dollar. See, most people think that the price of milk is going up. That's not the case. That's the economic untruth and that's the economic lie that the system teaches you to think but it's not the truth what is really happening is that the dollar is not the, the price of milk is not going up the overall value of the dollar and the purchasing power of the dollar has gone down remember when i said earlier that all forms of currency that man has ever created, all of them have gone to zero, and the U.S. dollar will not be an exception to that rule. See, by, it, by the overall difference, it shows that the overall value and the purchasing power of the dollar is going down. Milk is still milk. Gasoline is still gasoline. Oil is still oil. Homes are still homes. Cars are still cars. But in order for you to acquire those, you got to give up more pieces of paper because confidence around the world and the debt of it and how much has been created is no longer able to purchase and acquire in confidence the line item that you're looking for. 
And this isn't what uh, is quick, taught I, in our community. Hey, I like the way you said that. You said milk is still milk. So you're saying a gallon of milk is still a gallon of milk. It's still the same substance that comes from, you know, a cow or whatever. And it's still the same, you know, weight denomination of these, right. you know, particular items. It's just that the the notes that we're using to acquire these goods are worthless. Therefore, we need to use give up more of them to get the same thing. Right. I like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's the purchasing power that's been lost. That's right. the purchasing power, and none of us really look at that. That's a hidden tax. Because guess what? In order for you to have the overall purchasing power to get that gallon of milk, what do you have to do? You got to work more. So you got to give up more energy for something that's depreciating and losing confidence. Who's winning and who's losing? We always are. The system never gives you anything. It always takes everything away. You hear about homes aren't built the way that they used to be. Or cars, you definitely can see that, brothers can see that with cars. Cars aren't built the way that they used to be. They're fiberglass. They, they try to get you all in all of these fads of, of smart cars, you know, and all this other stuff. They got these smart cars for dumb people. And I'm not saying that to insult people, but we have been dumbed down and we've been so retarded in our overall schooling. And it's, it's caused us to be really just minions of the economic system where we ignore what the great creator has given us for sustainability and we prefer the enslavement and the bondage that man has professed that we will have, a promise that's always broken. That's what a note is. It's a promise, and man always breaks every promise. So we look at homes and we say, hey, this home, homes aren't built the way they are anymore. They're so cheap. I'm going to tell you, no, homes are not cheap. Here's what's up. The cars of old, because the dollar has lost its purchasing power, they no longer could build cars with steel because steel is too expensive. Meaning this, the overall, your currency has lost so much depreciation, you can't afford to put steel in cars. So what do you got to do? Go to a cheaper substance. You got to go to fiberglass and plastic. And we don't even see that as a hidden tax on us. So we got cheaper home, uh, homes that have materials that the only materials that we can afford to acquire with the overall amount of debt and amount of currency that we have in our overall possession. Once again, we get played. Once again, we get played. And because of that, Blind faith that we have in cash, cream, cash rules everything around me. This is how we become so impoverished, so disenfranchised. And this is really causing us to squander our talents. And it becomes ways of means. Our way of life provides for someone else's life. The, the economic system has two lives. It has the life that they've created, and they have yours. That means they have two lives, and you have none. That's why we can never really get ahead. 
And it doesn't matter how much you make it rain with currency. It just means that you're still broke. When you talk to people that have real wealth and they have a true understanding of how, e- how the economy works, let me tell you how they do it. One of the first things that you have to be, one of the, I mean, one of the first lessons that we have to learn in order to become wealthy is that we have to first learn how to save in the appropriate assets. Right. We don't save... We don't save cash. We save money, and there are two different things. Silver and gold is one of is one of the most perfect forms of money. Because when you control resources and you control assets, brothers and sisters, let me ask you something. What need do you have for a boss? What alarm clock do you ever have to adhere to? Because when you have resources, you have sustainability. If you can sustain yourself, why would you ever have a boss? When you can't sustain yourself and you're relying on something that's constantly taking from you, that means that you'll always been, you will always be under a paradigm of never enough. Slavery never ended. It just revolutionized itself. They took the plantations of acreage of the past and they moved it to a four by three inch piece of paper and it was more effective that way. They're not just trying to enslave one sector of the human species. They enslaved everybody. Because the wage of a slave is debt. You know, anyone that gets paid a debt instrument, they are a slave to the system. Now, what can you do about that? One of the most important things that we, I would want to pervade, I mean, to, to project to you all, and this is probably the most important thing, just because you're paid as a slave doesn't mean you have to save as one. One of the first things that China is doing as a sovereign nation is that every time they get paid in U.S. treasuries or U.S. dollars, they convert that right away into real hard assets, real money, gold. Land. Land is a form of money, but it's not the most perfect form of money. They move their their currency, they move their paper into an asset that's money. Now there's many places on the globe that won't even accept your U.S. dollar. Pretty soon, everyone will, because everyone is moving that way. And you know who the only people that will accept the U.S. dollar? Will be you. And I, everyone that lives here, I won't be accepting it. I don't accept it. As soon as I get it, I transfer that. I transfer that into real money. Because my overall energy and my talents are too valuable to be be given worthless nothing coupons. I value my family. I value my obligations. I value my overall talents not to squander them. For worthless nothing. So the rest of the world is divesting themselves of the U.S. dollar. And why should you care? Here's why you should care. Because you're the buyer of last resort. Soon there will be hyperinflation in this country beyond what they're seeing in Venezuela. We're going to make Venezuela look like a, a rich child just missed one allowance for the hour. Because the U.S. 
currency was the petrodollar standard of the world for so many years and the reserve currency of the world for so years for so many years and it's lost all of that influence and it's happening right before your eyes you you hear about it you see it but you may not been able to connect it because in order for you to connect it you have to first understand the difference between currency and money and this i would say to you is one of the most important things just because you're paid a slave's wage don't mean that you have to save as a slave because the slave will become king that should be our path that should be our mantra that should be our journey that should be our cause that should be our objective and the methods in how we do that can be so diverse as long as the objective is still the same. We need to bring prosperity back into our overall individual lives, our family lives, and our community's life. And once we do that, we'll realize something. We won't own anything, but there won't be, there'll be nothing that we don't control. And that's very, very important. Because as I said before, everything that you own can be dutifully repossessed from you. It can be taken from you. And the system has always taught us to own everything. When, you t when we talk about within, the, you know, our community, we hear what's the plight of our community. We own nothing. We own nothing. I say this. That's the reason why. Because we are on a journey to our own demise. We want to own everything. Because everything that's owned that means someone else is controlling it. Let me give you an example. Your cell phone. You paid a bill. It's your phone. If someone stole it, you would, you would, you would uh, make a police report and say, hey, they ask you who was the owner of the phone, you would say you. Right? Put it down on documentation that there was a letter of the law that was breached. The owner was deprived illegally of their overall phone. Here's the key, deprived illegally. Do you know that you can be deprived legally of things? The same letter of the law. It's called civil rights. But I'm going to get into that. So you're the owner of the phone. Don't pay your cell phone bill and see what the controller of that cell phone is going to do to what you own. They're going to repossess from you what they allowed you to engage in. See, when you control things, you never have to scream. You never have to protest. You never have to boycott. You never march. You never vote. Slaves vote. When you control things, you whisper. Because the, the economy has to adhere to your will. When you control things, you tell judges what to do. You tell the economic uh, trends. You set the economic trends. The economy has to adhere to you. Why? Because you control the resources that it has to have in order to have existence and have relevance and have influence over the slaves. So, and all of this is bared out in truths. 
It's not a popular thing, but it's the truth of it all. And I, I think it's very, very important, and this has been my overall my overall journey is to just to bring as many people into a basic understanding of what money is and what money isn't. And when you look at what money is, and one of the most perfect forms of money is the precious metals. Here's why. The precious metals, there's 14 precious metals. There's four great, four that are um, investment grade. So we'll take the investment grade of the precious metals because some of the other ones can actually be hazardous to your health um, and things of that nature. So there's four investment grades of precious metals, gold, platinum, palladium, and rhodium. Gold, platinum, palladium, excuse me, it's five. Gold, platinum, palladium, rhodium, and silver. Sorry about that. How did I forget silver side? So those five, there's five investment grades of the precious metals. And each one of them, the reason why they're money is because they actually have all of the attributes of money in one of the most perfect forms because they have intrinsic value. What does intrinsic value mean? Just because you exist, you can do something. Now, paper has intrinsic value. You can use it to kindle a fire. You can use it to write a letter. You can use it for your bathroom needs. But you should never be trying to establish your overall wealth and prosperity with it because it can't do it. It may deceive you and do it for so long, but when the bell tolls, you'll be knocked out. And it's happening to us now. So intrinsic value, just because it exists, it is able to do something. Let me tell you, cash is is debt. It always return, returns to its intrinsic value of zero. Always does. The precious metals can do so many things. And of the precious metals, you'll be surprised. Most people think that gold is so valuable. It is extremely valuable. But... Most people would want gold over silver because they've been also deceived in that. Silver is 10 times more valuable than gold. 10 times more valuable than gold. The system will never tell you that. How do you know that's the truth? Because the system has the overall exchange rate for silver way below gold. And they realize this. By deceiving you about how valuable silver is, by having it so low, you'll never pay attention to it. But if you know the true intrinsic value of silver, you'll realize something, and it's the truth. You can't live without silver. You would not exist without silver. So important. I'm going to give you a little, for those of you that may be some biblical uh, um, scholars or are you know uh, the biblical scriptures. Biblically, shortly after man is created, where the breath of life or where the DNA transfer from the biblical story of, of, of what they call God breathing the breath of life into man, 
Shortly after that, three verses later, it says that man is to go to Hevula where gold, where the gold was good. So you had man, then you had gold announced. Okay? And in my opinion, that's the overall order of importance. Man, then gold. But above man and above, uh, excuse me, above gold and above man, silver was first introduced biblically. And most of us always overlook it because we didn't know. And it was where you heard biblically in Genesis where it says, let there be light. That's silver. Because silver comes from the sun, S-U-N. The earth doesn't produce it. So the first order was let there be light. Why? Because it's more important than man and more important than gold. And this is always, this is never taught. I'm the only person that that shows this and, and actually brings this out to people. Why? Is there anything special about me? No. But very few know and very few will speak the truth of what they do know. They've compromised. So silver is 10 times more valuable than gold. Reason being, because you can't live without it. How important is the sun, S-U-N, to you? Extremely important. Well, that's where silver comes from. This is why whenever you see a rainbow in the sky and is known biblically as, as, as God's covenant to man, you know, realize what that is, is not the colors of the rainbow, the colors of the rainbow is just a reflection. It's a mirage. It's a reflection of light from the sun reflecting off the silver that's in the atmosphere that's been vaporized with water. God's covenant to man was silver, biblically speaking. This is why silver has tarnishes, and if you look at it, it tarnishes into colors of the rainbow. And all of this stuff is never told to you because they don't want you to know. Silver is the only one of the precious metals that could directly save your life. In 2011, when they had the Haitian earthquake, there was a cholera outbreak in Haiti, and it was starting to kill many, many people. There was a company that sent over ceramic, silver, impregnated water filters. And what they could do with those water filters is they could take the standing water off of the ground that pigs have waddled in, uh, all forms of everything has been washed into it. They can run that non-potable, stagnant, uh, uh, septic water through the silver impregnated ceramic fil filters and now come out with clean, potable water that will actually destroy the cholera, stop the cholera spread. And silver itself is antimicrobial, antibacterial. This is why people of the old used to have born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Because it wasn't that they were flossing, it wasn't that they were blinging, blinging, but silver kills bacteria. That's his intrinsic that's value. That's one, just real quick, that's one of the things that, uh, you know, I picked on, picked up on was that, you know, it was turned into an, a physical manifestation of opulence or wealth. But truly, silver right. world, like you said, is anti-microbial. Anti it's for your health. 
eating off silver and copper is more healthy than eating off of, you know, the other substances that we eat off today, man. So, yeah, that's, that's, I like that you said that. Um, we're going to um, start running out of time in here, brother. And I like, I love the things that you said. You got a quote that you said, poverty screams while wealth whispers. And I like how you, you kind of alluded to that quote. But um, I just wanted to say that that was the first time I ever heard that was when uh, you told me that you said poverty screams while wealth whispers. And I never forgot that. Another quote that you told to me, and this was in your precious metals class. And by the way, y'all, uh, David does a precious metals class. If you want to um, be a part of that, uh, get some information about that, email us at admin at welcome to the foundation.com to get some more information regarding that. But uh, in your precious metals class, and I hope you don't mind me saying this on the air, but no, of course not, bro. Silver, you said gold and silver preserves your labor. And um, yes, you know I thought that was a very very powerful statement because you broke down um, the value of a fifty dollar piece of gold today and a hundred years ago versus the value of uh, a note today versus a hundred years ago and what it could buy and how you know the currency itself had deflated in value over that time, whereas you can pretty much get the same things you could with a $50 gold piece of silver about 100 years ago as you can today with the intrinsic value of the gold itself. You know, not because it's more gold or that it's worth more. It's that just that against the paper currency, um, it shows the deflation of the currency because you can still get the same goods and services 100 years ago with that same piece of gold versus you need more notes to do the same thing. You know, I kind of wanted you to talk on that a little bit. And then I wanted to do, if you could, to get into how you pick, not necessarily, you don't have to get into how you do, but maybe just show a couple examples of, you know, some geopolitical events and and what you've ascertained from those events as to what's coming next for not only, you know, the economy, but also, you know, the currency that we're all so dependent upon, you know, right now, if you could do so, please. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, very, very important. One of the things in, in our seminars, one of the things that I always do, and I'll, I'll do it with, with you all now, um, if you, for those of you that have access to your computers, I would say um, go to Google and Google the image of an American silver eagle, the image of it. And then go in your pocket and pull out a currency Federal Reserve note. Notice it says Federal Reserve note on it. What is the Federal Reserve? A private and a private organization that's taxing you. What's some of the subsidiaries of the Federal Reserve known as the IRS? All private organizations. How would you feel if Walmart was taxing your labor daily? Have a problem with it. I think we're getting ready to go to a commercial break. Yes? Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. That's just uh, sometimes it plays, you know, some instrumentals right. while the, the program is going. No. No, it's, we, we good. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry about so, that. No, nah, no, nah, you good, bro. So what I want you to look at is look at American Silver Eagle. Look on the back, and yours says $1 fine silver. 
$1 fine silver. You look on the back of a U.S. currency dollar, and I just want to say to you that both are fiat. Okay, most most people use that word fiat in in the wrong sense. Fiat just means is has been acknowledged or deemed by the overall government as a medium of exchange that they accept. That's what a fiat is. Gold and silver is still fiat. Uh, cash. Paper dollars, notes of fiat is just that one has no intrinsic value while the other one does. So when you look at the back of a dollar, a U.S. currency note, it says one dollar. And then the silver eagle says one dollar as well. But in order for you to acquire the silver eagle, check this. You got to give one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four pieces of paper in order to get the one ounce silver American Eagle. But they both say one dollar on it. That's because one is money and one isn't. One of the things that the American Silver Eagle doesn't say anywhere on it, it it never says that this is a note, meaning a debt instrument. Debt depreciates. It never appreciates. So, very, very important for us to know that. That's an economic truth that we have to know. If they were both the same, if cash was money, then it would be only $1 for the American Silver Eagle. And why is that so important? Inside asked me to talk about some of the geopolitical things. I just want to say to you, the geo, the most, some of the most important geopolitical things that is happening is that the whole world is dropping the U.S. dollar as a form of medium of exchange for assets such as oil and for goods. Countries are now making deals, trade deals, among themselves in their own currency and cutting out the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency and mainly as the petrodollar. What does that mean? Here's why that's so important. When you hear about celebrity figurehead corporate President Trump, just like Obama was a celebrity figurehead corporate uh, president of the Corporation of the United States, they don't make no decisions. They're celebrity figureheads. When the tariffs, that's because the U.S. dollar is losing its overall positioning. When the when when they broke their agreement with Iran. For the JCPOS, I believe is is the acronym. I may have got that one wrong. Agreement. That was because the U.S. is losing its overall economic positioning. The whole world is no longer saying we're not going to use dollar to dollars to buy oil. So the petrodollar is being lost. It has been replaced as of there was another substitute as of March the 16th of 2018 when the petro yuan started trading futures oils contracts. So now the world has an alternative. So what does that mean for you? Now you're starting seeing major countries like Germany and other countries repatriating their gold, Turkey, and everybody else. Remember, 
when Chavez wanted to repatriate his, repatriate his gold from the Federal Reserve, they sent him the gold back, and then they killed him with cancer. But they didn't send him the gold that they had in their vaults for, for Venezuela. Guess where they got the gold from? They got the gold from Libya from killing Gaddafi, and they sent that gold. France and the U.S. sent that gold to Chavez. Then they impoverished the overall economy of Venezuela to make them sell it back. You heard of the golden rule. Those with the gold make the rules. So, but to get back, the geopolitical environment that's so important and pressing that you need to know about. Before, countries used to have to acquire and buy U.S. debt, treasuries, and, and hold in, in their overall, um, in their sovereign wealth funds. They had to hold uh, U.S. dollars in order to acquire in a medium of exchange oil. That means the U.S. economy was being benefiting and was the middleman that was benefiting from every oil trade in the world. Why is that so significant? Oil is critical for countries to have an economy. No oil, no economy. They have to have the asset. They have to have money. Oil is a form of money, but it's not the most perfect form of money. So it was like this. So what did that do? Think about it. If you have something that everybody wants, you know, let's say you got a, a special pair of glasses. Everybody in the world wants it. What is that going to do for you? That's going to that's going to create a high demand and is going to actually bring into your overall uh, coffers more. You'll get more currency that you can trade for what? real assets, right? So now, the whole world had to acquire U.S. dollars in order to acquire oil. So the U.S. was pimping the rest of the world and enslaving the rest of the world, saying that they had to use their dollar in order to buy anything. What is that going to do for the U.S. dollar? That's going to prop it up so that it would have more demand. This is why when people from this country in the past went to third world countries or other parts of the world, they would have an exchange rate. They would exchange their $1 for 10 or $20 of the, or $100 of the overall country that they were in, and they were able to do what? Live very good. That's because the U.S., was forcing people to buy the U.S. debt. Guess what happens? People get tired of providing for your lifestyle, and they pay for it. How would you feel if someone made you work for them and you had to give them everything that you made so that they can go and party, go on vacation, go and buy this, go and buy that, have while you go without? That won't last long with you. Well, it didn't last long with the world. So countries were starting to, cons to, to come together and even conspire together to break that overall lock that the U.S. had. 
The U.S. also had that same t form of lock in, in trade, and it was known as the reserve currency of the world. People had to have, I mean, countries had to have the U.S. dollar in their overall sovereign wealth fund to show that they were, uh, uh, they had the means, they, they had confidence in their overall uh, economy. In order to buy rice, in order to buy cotton, in order to buy cars, they had to have U.S. dollars first. So what did that do? Artificially built up the U.S. dollar. It, it allowed you to have the quality and standard of living that you have now that you didn't deserve. And people always say, oh, this is the greatest country in the world, this and that. That was only because you was able to eat off of that. But the rest of the world was getting tired of being the burden bearers of that. So what are they doing? They created all of this cash, the M2 money supply, meaning the, the amount of cash outside of the U.S. is larger than what's in the U.S. Because think about how, how many barrels of oil does it take to run a global economy? It's going to take more than what the U.S. consumes. So there's going to be more currency that's outside of the country in demand because of the reserve currency and because of the petrodollar. Well, if they're not using that anymore. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to return the sender. They're going to send all of that cash back to the U.S. and say, guess what? We don't need this trash anymore. We don't need these coupons anymore. We don't need you anymore. We're tired of you exploiting us by making us buy your debt. We don't need your debt. We don't want your debt. Your debt impoverishes and disenfranchises us. We want an equal playing field, a, a table of negotiation that's evenly yoked. How did the U.S. be able to establish a table that was unevenly yoked? Through the military. Once the U.S. dropped two nuclear devices in the act of terrorism on Japan, irregardless of, I mean, excuse me, regardless of it being war or not, the U.S. purposely dropped two nuclear devices in the greatest form of terrorism ever to make a political economic statement that nobody in the world could beat them. So they dropped two nuclear devices on the people of Japan that had nothing to do with Pearl Harbor. And if you know anything about Pearl Harbor, the U.S. forced Japan into Pearl Harbor because they were doing what you heard, embargoes and sanctioning Japan. So they're trying to starve Japan out. So Japan had no choice. When Japan attacked the U.S. at Pearl Harbor, they attacked a military installation while the U.S. dropped two nuclear devices on people, innocent women, children, and men that had nothing to do with those overall decisions. And what did the world do? Took notice and became cowardice to the U.S. because they said, we got a new bully on the block that we can't beat. Well, because of technology, sharing of information, the rest of the world is able to acquire nuclear devices equally as well. The U.S. doesn't want people to have nukes because then that means that they are no longer relevant. So all of that cash that's out there in the, in the M3 or M2 money supply comes back to the U.S. This is where you get hyperinflation. This is where a gallon of milk will cost you $25. And believe me, they're not going to pay you one dime more 
for what you input into the overall, what your overall rate of pay is in the slave wage. Where is that difference going to come up to? People are going to not be able to sustain themselves because they won't be, have the overall purchasing power to buy. This is why having cash in your bank account means nothing at all if you're not transferring into real money. So this is some of the geopolitical things that's going to happen. And then you're starting to see it. This is why they're mad at Korea. This is why they're mad at Iran. This is why they're mad at Germany. This is why they're mad at the EU. This is why their protectivism that, that celebrity figurehead Trump is saying about an America first. So you know what the world will say? Cool. Now it's time for us to purge the U.S. And this is all a part of the system, because they, they rise empires so that they can collapse them and maintain control. All of these governments are in one big fraternity together. They fight wars. They declare wars that they don't have to fight. You know who has to fight it? The everyday person, because the everyday person is the overall target of every war, depopulation. So these things, and this all goes with the precious metals. Whenever gold moves, that's because war is on the horizon. Because we're about to go from a debt-based economy to an asset-based economy. And if you don't have any assets, your ass will be their set. These are the things that is being hidden from us. So today... Um, I think one of the most important things for us to do as a people, you know, is to divest all of our energy, our wealth in the form of energy out of, you know, fiat currencies known as Federal Reserve notes. So, you know, one of the particular right. ways to do that, I, I know that you told me, you know, there was an instance that you knew of personally where someone, I think it was you that told me this, someone um, rearranged their retirement account, got precious metals or something like that, and then took the precious metals, and then the IRS came after them and stuff like that. I think that was you that told me that story, right? Mm -hmm. That the IRS yep. eventually wanted the precious metals themselves, didn't really want any Federal Reserve notes, They just, and then the attorney... Didn't the attorney say, give me the gold? Or, I don't remember exactly what you told yep. me. I just remember. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah. So not only are we looking to get out, and I'm specifically saying savings. You know, you're going to need some Federal Reserve notes to facilitate debt, to, you know, to purchase, you know, food and, you know, clothing and, you know, so on and so forth. But in no way, shape, or form right. should any of us have as a savings account that we're saving, denominated in. Uh, Federal Reserve notes. In no way should we have any type of retirement account that we have control over. Some accounts we don't have control over. Your 401k, you may not have control over. But we shouldn't have any type of savings denominated in a Federal Reserve note. So, um, how, what is the best way? You know, the most private way. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to lead you somewhere because I know this is what you do. But what is, what would you say is one of the best and uh, private ways to facilitate that exchange? of savings from these notes that are losing value into, you know, real money. 
Well, definitely. Um, what, what what can be done? You could definitely um, contact site and, and we'll give uh, my contact information. I'll tell you how to do that. But one of the things you want to do is you always want to um, save in real money. Now, currency, there is a use for it. You maintain your quality of life, your standard of living. You pay your bills and all of those things with that, but you never save in it. It's very, very important. And, and, and as you know, very, very important, uh, the, the retirement side of it all. That's so important. You should never have any form of savings in a depreciating asset, in a paper asset. If you have a mutual fund, you have stocks, those are all paper assets. And if you have you ever read your bank account, have you ever read your your your, your investing in stocks and bonds? When you invest in stocks and bonds, they will always tell you this, principal is subject to loss based off of market conditions. And the market is completely controlled and manipulated with, by them. There are baby boomers. Larger, there's more of a population of baby boomers than Generation X, Generation Y, or uh, today's, uh, um, uh, shoot, um, uh, generation. Millennials. The yeah. millennials. Right, I'm not a millennial, so that's why I forgot. So, what does that mean? That the 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 uh, generation, the baby boomers, are going to be relying on less of a talent pool to sustain them. So, what is the economy going to do? Let me tell you what the economy did with the retirement and bonds and everything else. They said, "Hey, pay me now. Every two weeks you get paid. Pay me now, and I promise to pay you later." In your older days, when you don't have the energy, you can't do what you did before, I promise I got a, a, a golden parachute for you. And we believed them. How foolish have we done? There's a promise that they made. What promise have they ever kept? And we want to stake our overall retirement in that? There are things you should be looking at and researching and finding out what you, should, you can do. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't deal with the stock market at all. Why would I deal with a manipulative situation? I make this promise to myself. If I expend the energy, I make sure I get paid something of value that's worth in an asset that has the same intrinsic value of what I've expended or more. So, you should be moving, and one of the best ways to do that is that you should be every time that you're paid, every time that, that I am uh, provided a form of payment for my services, I transfer a large percentage of that into real money. I prefer my clients to pay me in real money, but if they pay me in Federal Reserve notes, as soon as I get them, they're like a hot potato. I send them off while I still can, to transfer them into real money. And it's the best thing that you can do. It's absolutely the best, and it is the most, and it's probably, when you start to do that, then you start to appreciate, and you become a prodigious saver. 
And what do I mean by that? I mean this. Every time before you start to go into consumerism, before you buy some sneakers, before you buy a hat, before you buy a shirt, before you buy a pair of pants, you look at the overall pair of pants and what the currency price of that is, what the consumer debt instrument prices of that. And you look at it, let's say a pants costs $120. And then you'll say, yo, I could buy eight ounces of silver for this. So I don't look at what I'm going to be expending in currency. I look at how much real money I have to give up for this pair of pants. And I'll say, is that pants worth that? Nine times out of 10, I'll say, nope. So I don't get but. but I don't get uh, bit by being a consumer and not a prodigious saver. We've consumed ourselves to, to death. It's an insatiable appetite. If you're going to be wealthy, one of the first things that you have to learn is the discipline of savings. So that's, if you would like more information, you know, Get with my man. You know how, you know, get get with him. He'll contact uh, me, and then I will definitely take care of you, you all. Uh, but this is some of the economic truths. Think about it. If countries such as China, Russia, if they're taking their U.S. treasuries and currency that they're getting and converting it into real money, gold, so, and they don't tell you how much silver that they're buying. They don't even talk about silver because that's the one that really matters. They don't tell you what they're, they're converting that right away into that. Why wouldn't you be doing that? What do they know that you don't know? They understand the difference between currency and money. They refuse to accept a slave's wage for the energy output that they push. They require that you exchange my energy for a real asset. Stop trying to steal and enslave me. Because whenever they give you currency, it's never enough, and you'll be back two weeks later. So how to do that, um, I will definitely um, give my advisement to you. Um, it's up to you how, how, you know, how to do that. Do some of your own research. I will help you with that. Um, and uh, you'll see that once you do it, I know it's, I love uh, people that have never, you know, most people haven't even seen uh, or ha ever held real silver or real gold in, in a coin or round form. And once you do, whenever you have one ounce of silver, one ounce of gold in your hand, there's automatically a frequency connection and you realize oh man this is real money and you look at the paper and you say wow for so long i've been thinking that this is something that is not and it's been stealing from me and my my family and our community and our species and you never go back never go back i did it and i'm, I'm going to say that you know, this brother, like I said, he's definitely one of my mentors. I met this brother going on three years now, maybe either going on three years or four years when I've known this four. brother. Y'all know me. Yeah, four years. Y'all know me. I'm, my name is So L. I don't play around. And I'm very meticulous in particular with the people that I allow into my circle. And as is, you know, Brother David. But I do want to say, and I'm just going to admit it because I'm always a student. You know what I mean? And David has put me on to a lot of information. I took his precious metals class a few years ago. 
changed my life. I incorporated the information he taught me and my knowledge of trust information and was able to, you know, assist a family member with getting out of their retirement first, converting it into gold and silver held by a third party. And then secondly, just pulling it completely out and being able to, you know, limit their tax exposure. So, you know, the knowledge that I was able to gain from this brother was, was priceless and continues to be priceless. There's a lot of stuff that this brother is not saying on the air. It's just stuff that he doesn't, just like there's a lot of stuff that I don't say on the air. It's because, you know, there's a public venue, and, of course, there is a private venue. The brother does own a precious metals company. Um, it's called Prosperity Mint. I can give you that. But if you're looking to acquire precious metals privately so that no government authorities know, um, so no creditors could possibly know, so it can't be tracked by the internal revenue service, so on and so forth, you definitely not only want to take this brother's class, but you also want to get a hold of him and let him tell you how to do it. You tell him what's going on, be completely honest, and he'll say, okay, bet, and he will go to work. And I'm not playing. This is exactly what's happened. I deal with this brother and have dealt with him for years. I've referred many people to him because I know he does great business and he teaches quality, quality information. So if you would like to get in contact with Brother David Wren, um, email us at admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Let us know what you're talking about. Do you want to take the class? Are you looking to acquire precious metals? Are you looking to acquire precious metals privately? We'll get back to you, get you in contact contact with the brother and you know you can take it from there absolutely priceless information um it's just one of those things right now you know it's, it's same thing with trust information the same thing with private information the precious metals information and you know real money information imperative to you know the successful establishment management and maintenance of your private estate imperative so you know I'm, I'm i vouch for this brother 100 percent. he's giving me information that i use daily and he's helped me reposition my family you know to a higher i would say you know quality of life bottom line you know one of my mentors obviously admin at welcome to the foundation.com dave i want to say thank you man i appreciate you for coming on the show for sure man killed it as always i knew you would you know and um you know if there's anything that you want to say in closing you know you go ahead uh you know before we wrap it up man just real briefly thank you brother uh always you got to come on tando um and there's some things that we need to do we you know we have have our uh our seminars coming up um there's a seminar that we have coming up in June the 9th, 10th, and 11th in Dallas. Um, so, so get with, uh, uh, so out with them when you get a chance so that we can help you with that. But I would just say this. Take an interest in yourself because the gift that was given to you by the great creator speaks for itself. But the appreciation of that gift, not to squander it, that responsibility is yours. And when you resonate that way, then you will become sustainable. There's so much that we need to do, but we need to start with the basics. Let's get back to 
the economy and the sustainability that is here and we will not lose. We need to reestablish the prosperity that's been lost. So, man, brother, much love, much respect. Give me a call anytime. I enjoyed. Uh, I ran my mouth a lot, but you know me, man. When it comes to this stuff, I go, I, I, I go in, and there's a lot that uh, I couldn't say because of where we are. But in the private setting, uh, we really do let loose, and it's, and it's quite for people. It's, it's quite um, enlightening. Um, and they definitely appreciate it because I like to show you and teach you what I know so that you can do it on your own. So, brother, thank you so much. If you need something, hit me up. Uh, but uh, give me a call. Let's just, you know, uh, chat up. I need to come um, out by your way to see you too, uh, bro. Much love, much respect. And it's, um, you know, never goodbye, man. We'll we'll check you later. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, thank you very much for coming on the show once again. Um, do your dance at your event. If y'all want to know more about the event, email us, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. We'll get you more event information regarding that. That's going to be in Dallas. And, uh, yeah, man, I'll call you. If I don't call you tomorrow, I'm going to call you Friday. Uh, but, I, you know, okay, me, I'll call you sure. early. So, yep. appreciate you, man. Thanks, and have a good evening. Much love. Much respect. Peace. All right, love. Peace. All right, all right. And that's it. I'm not doing any callers tonight. Y'all can see, obviously, why I didn't do any current events. The brother is cold, cold, uh, a plethora of knowledge, a walking encyclopedia, uh, a wonderful brother, and just a cool person to be around and to know, you know. Brother David from Sando Radio, you're interested in taking this precious metals class. I mean, he taught me stuff that I probably I would have never known or came across on my own unless I was lucky and valuable information just great brother admin at welcome to the foundation.com you know email us we'll get up with you and you know we're going to be doing it as we all do I want to say you know once again thanks for checking out the show welcome to the foundation.com at the very least sign up for an email list you can make a donation you can schedule a consultation you can get your study on in the PDF section. You can check out some past episodes and find a YouTube channel for the foundation. All that and more at one spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. Once again, I want to say peace to the guest, Brother Dave, Sando Radio, and obviously, and most importantly, peace to you. I trust that you gained a lot of wisdom. I trust that, you know, you were able to garner some sort of information that you didn't have before from this episode and I look forward to catching you next week here on the foundation on High Frequency Radio I want to say I appreciate you I love y'all, take care of yourself and like my brother David said every time you get some Federal Reserve notes convert that into silver even if it's a portion of it, you can get fractional pieces of silver, tenth of an ounce, quarter of an ounce, you know, get some gold, something. Every time you get a Federal Reserve note, if it's 10%, 20%, I don't care, keep a ledger. And once you get enough, you know, like he said, it's around $22, $23, $24 to get an ounce of silver, silver with, with Federal Reserve notes. And then these coins, this stuff, you know, rounds, bars, it has intrinsic value. And, you know, it's really going to leverage your savings 
against any type of future inflation and any type of potential recession, crash, who knows what not. Once again, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. And with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I'll see you next week. Peace to the God. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.